It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs that feature some of the best financial advisors heard around the country on great radio stations like KKMT 960 AM, The Patriot in Phoenix, Arizona. News Talk 104.9 in Biloxi, Mississippi, and 106.1 FM Talk WTKK in Raleigh, North Carolina. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. To reach any of the advisors featured here, you can call them 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Well, how about this week that was? That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way The record-breaking continued in the market, both the Dow and S&P 500 reaching new highs this week. Thanks to positive earnings reports from big companies, Cisco and Walt Disney seemed to lead the way. All the FANG stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, had an increase in share price, too. Analysts say the U.S. economy is showing strong signs of a comeback. Employment, retail spending, manufacturing, all showing strong gains. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the death of Bernie Madoff. He was 82. He pretty much redefined the Ponzi scheme. It was the biggest swindle ever. He duped everyone from Florida retirees to celebrities, including the likes of Steven Spielberg, Kevin Bacon, even Hall of Fame pitcher Sandy Koufax. At the time of his arrest, fake account statements were telling clients they had holdings of $60 billion. Now, some $14 billion of an estimated $17.5 billion have actually been recovered. Well, the advisors certainly have some great stories this week. Coach Pete Deruta takes us through his process, including using annuities to generate income. Kevin Frisbee really breaks down Social Security claiming strategies. Paul Roberts shows us how average returns in our portfolio can be a bit confusing. Mark Giel says it's okay to help the kids as you get into retirement. Just don't let that interfere with your plan. Alan Kiefer explains some differences in annuities, and Eric Carney talks about inflation and what it means in our portfolios. All right, let's get this pizza cooking, and for that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. In this clip from Financial Safari, Coach Pete and producer Thomas Lipscomb discuss why annuities may be a better alternative to bonds. I've been using annuities as a bond alternative for years because you get lifetime income that's promised. With a bond, you have no promise of lifetime income. Oh, sure, right? yeah. And okay. so yeah. another thing is when bond, we look at interest rate environments, we're in a very low interest rate environment right now. So keep in mind, if interest rates go up, bond prices will go down. So if you buy a bond and then interest rates go up, now your bond's worth a lot less. So you can lose money in bonds. They are, they are less risky many times than stocks. Okay. That's why people say, well, my broker said that I should have stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Well, that's all risk. Okay, right? yeah, How are you diversifying yeah. anyway? You're diversifying amongst one asset class. There's other asset classes, like an income asset class. We need income. We need some safe money. So that's an asset class. So okay. we need to have true diversification 
not just what our broker tells us. And here's why they tell you that, Thomas. They make commission on all the stuff they sell you. So if you leave <laughs> and go somewhere to buy a product that they're not offering, they're not making money. Oh, so okay. it's equivalent okay. to going to like a Ford dealer and ask them if you, go, if you should go across the street and buy a Chevy. What are sure. they going to say, right? So, yeah, we all know what's going to happen there. Of course. So, again, ethics very important, but having the right plan put together. Bonds may be a good fit for some people. I just don't like them myself, and I've never put them in a plan. So that's just the way I operate. Okay. We'd rather have an annuity in the, in the, in the bond placement because the annuity has, has guaranteed growth. It has guaranteed income. And it has that long-term care double many times, too. The bond doesn't. So just before you ever buy a bond, make sure you know what the real alternatives are. And the only alternative that the broker is going to tell you about is mutual funds or stocks. Okay. okay. So, or maybe they'll drive you into variable annuity, which you don't want to be there. Sure. No now, variable annuity. Now, now, let me ask you about that. Why no to the variable annuity? Well, because it's risk. And again, there's okay. a risk account. If you got stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and you're, and you're saying, I need more diversification, and they put you in a variable annuity, now you have more risk. So what's the point? So, yeah, yeah okay. you're piling yeah. risk in one place, and that's not good. It's a seesaw that's the wrong way. We need proper balance in our plan. So getting that proper balance is a lot easier said than done, though, because many folks are compensated to keep you at risk. Okay. So we need to make sure to identify where the financial termites are, and where the income's coming from for the person selling you what they're selling you. Mm. Very important. Now, I know that there's a timeline for a lot of things when it comes to retirement planning. So if someone's out there uh, getting ready to retire, maybe 5, 10 years, 15 years out, what, what is a good horizon to be uh, to begin looking at uh, annuities and safe money products? Well, I would just say anytime, Thomas. Anytime you want to plan retirement, you, if we could tell you with certainty 20 or 30 years ahead of time what your income's going to be at, at different ages in the future, <laughs> wouldn't you want to know that? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I've, I've purchased a couple of annuities myself, and now I know what my income's going to be in certain years. There you go. So okay. it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I don't talk about anything that I wouldn't advise my or put my parents or myself in. That's important on the radio. That's why I don't like variable annuities, real estate investment trust, uh, bonds. I just don't like them. They just okay. don't make sense to me. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that somebody listening may not be able to argue that they, they think it makes sense to them. And that's why we're not all good fits. But if you like to have that worry-free retirement with a financial fill-up and know with certainty what's going to happen in the future, even if we're looking 10, 20, 30 years down the road and we can tell you the income, or tomorrow, Thomas, let's say you're already retired and want to get better income sources. We could still do that. But it's up to you to decide what makes more sense for you. You can find Financial Safari on radio stations heard around the country as well as on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call at 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Financial Safari originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you'd like to learn more about Coach Pete, visit PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. You can visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! Kevin Frisbee checks in from Maine, has some thoughts on Social Security claiming and what the future of Social Security could be. This is an important subject when we talk about Social Security planning and income planning, especially when somebody passes away, the surviving spouse having a certain amount of income to, 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 uh, to maintain lifestyle. And part of that is looking at Social Security strategies, meaning let's say you have a husband and wife and uh, let's say he happened to be the 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 breadwinner, and it's not always the case. I understand that, but let's say that's the case. And so his social security check is higher. Well, if he delays taking his, he's going to get a higher benefit going forward the rest of his life. But just as important is by do, by him delaying, because he's, if, if he had the higher social security check, she will, if he dies first, she's going to get the benefit of collecting his higher social security benefit. So a lot of times, depending on somebody's situation, we're going to have the uh, the lower Social Security check be claimed earlier and then try to extend 
uh, longer periods before you take the higher social security check to make sure just for simple reason, you're going to get a bigger benefit. But secondly, you're going to leave a bigger survivor benefit. Right. So can I divert here for a second, just kind of get your opinion on something I've been reading, you know, I mean, they're talking about, I mean, taxes going up and, and all of that. And you know, Social Security always comes into play. And one of the things, grumblings I, I read, and again, this was just some op-ed piece, but talking about a means testing Social Security. And and that would change things drastically, do you think? Oh, we've we've touched on this a little bit, and I'm, I'm following this very closely. And let me, means-based testing, if you don't know, understand what that means, is this. It, it The best explanation comparison is if somebody goes into a nursing home here in Maine, or New Hampshire, wherever you listen to the show. Sure. And all of a sudden, if you're a married couple, there's a certain amount of assets that are exempt from being counted before main care or, or Medicaid in New Hampshire, Massachusetts come into play. And usually what happens is they won't pay any of the benefit in a nursing home until you get your assets down to a certain level. And if you're single, it's even worse. They count basically everything, almost almost everything. So that's means-based testing. They're going to force people to, in this case, they're talking about take a lesser Social Security check that you've paid into all your life because you've done a better job creating assets. That's that's means-based testing. Wow. So that changes. Yeah, that I, I wow should be the response when people understand what, what's being thrown out there. So at, at the end of the day, our planning process, if that happens, that's going to change a lot of what we do and, and how we advise people to, to start collecting Social Security and also what they end up doing for additional retirement planning. Because now if you're not going to have as high a Social Security check as what you thought, now you need more money set aside inside a retirement account or some sort of account you're going to be able to draw from to supplement the, the cut in Social Security that could happen if they do the means-based testing. Well, and it's already, a, they already do that with Medicare. And, you know, depending on how much money you have is, is how much you pay in Part B. That's right. To a little to a limit. But yeah, they have that type of strategy as far as Medicare Part B premiums in place right now. So the fact that they have that, the fact that they do that for nurse and home planning, you can bet if it's being talked about that they're probably going to implement something concerning Social Security in, in that way. Well, I'll count on you to keep us up to date on that, Kevin. It's a, it's a fascinating subject and, and can affect so many people in a relatively short amount of time. You can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari, weekends on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine, as well as New Hampshire. And you can hear him every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Carr radio program. Kevin offers his insight to the market for the week. You can also find all the radio and TV shows at frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. Find him on Apple Podcasts, where you can subscribe and have that show delivered to you every week. Call him here, 800 662 or just text pizza to 21000. Pizza. From Maine to Mississippi, where we find Paul Roberts and his show, Retire Right Radio. In this clip, Paul and host Dave Perkins discuss how to calculate average returns in your portfolio. And I want to hone in on this for our listeners today, Dave. I want them to understand why this average return doesn't work. Okay. So I'm going to try to walk them through a little example here. If you're if you're driving in your car or you're or you listen at home or wherever you are, try to visualize this for, with me as I walk you through. It's really hard to explain this over the air. Okay, so let's say you start out and you've got two hundred thousand dollars in your account, right? Okay. Let, let's say the next year the market's fantastic; it goes up fifty percent. 
you earn 50% return on 200,000. So now you have 300,000 in your account, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's say the second year, the market goes down 50%. Nope. So you lose half of that 300, right? But now you're down 150. Yeah. That's it. You got a balance of 150 now, right? And you started at 200. Now you're at 150. You're going, oh, no, this is not good. But then let's say the third year, the market comes back again. It increases by 30%. Okay. You earn 30% on 150, which is 45000 So your final value at the end of three years is 195 Less than what you had. You started with 200000 Three years later, you have 195 So that means your real-world yield is negative two and a half percent correct wow but let's do the math on the averaging what would the average rate of return of that portfolio be uh, oh well, let's, let's make say, sure let's go back yeah so one year went up 50 percent, then down 50 percent, yep. then up 30 that's right so let's do the math all right positive 50 plus negative 50 we're at zero right mm-hmm. plus 30 percent return to last year so we're at 30 30 Divided by three years is what? 10. So that portfolio has a 10% average rate of return. But you're still down from what you started with. Exactly. So your realistic yield in the real world was negative 2.5%. But when you open your brokerage statement, it says your average rate of return is 10%. Oh, man. And you're going, wait. Did you see the light bulb? Because <laughs> it's on. This is fun. It's a hundred watt. It's, it's it's mind blowing, Dave, isn't it? It that really you is. Could, you could be led to believe that your portfolio is averaging a ten percent rate of return when you're actually negative. Never really heard it explained quite like that before. That's good to have an advisor who really understands your portfolio and then can help maximize your returns. Paul Roberts and his show, Retire Right Radio, heard Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on News Talk 104.9 in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can also find his show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Visit his website, robertswealth.com. That's robertswealth.com. Call him right here, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! The desire to help our kids and grandkids is strong, and it can be a problem, though, especially as you head into retirement. Mark Keels has some insight on how to avoid potential problems while keeping peace in the family. Because sometimes grown children uh, are still dependent on parents, and we're always going to want to help our kids, you know, no matter matter how old they are. And, you know, one of the things that you really can look at is, you know, What's the remedy to being able to, or what's the thinking cognitively? Um, because remember, our mind wants to play tricks on us, and it's an emotional thing. Um, and so the remedy is this. When you fly, you know, maybe nobody's really flown a lot lately. Not lately. But if you can remember way back when, when we used to get on these tubes and fly all over the world, um, they, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you help the person next to you. And so that rule should be the rule that you go by when it comes to gifting or lending money to children is always make sure you are okay first, whether you're still saving for retirement or you're already there. And how do you know that? Well, you really don't unless you have, what again? That written income plan. Sure. Letting you know, do I have excess money? Um, Or if I lend money to my kids, because remember, they're never paying you back. 
Um, you know, <laughs> right. Or, Best intentions, but not going to happen. Right. Um, I mean, you can send them an IOU from 20 years ago, and they'll be like, yeah, they'll just laugh about it, right? <laughs> but um, you forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so make sure you're okay first before you know, you're, you're helping out them. And, you know, I've seen it have major, you know, impacts on parents. You know, kids, if they're in their 30s, 40s, they've got 20, 30 years to recover. You know, if you're in your 60s or 70s, you have no time to recover uh, and recoup anything that, that might not ever get paid back to you. Right. Well, and one of the other things, too, is if, especially if someone has been with an advisor for a long time and, and, you know, the only thing the advisor says or the broker says is, you're just fine. Don't worry about it. Take my word for it. Uh, trust me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Markets are always going to come back. You know, yeah. it's only paper losses. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. You're going to be OK. Well, that's called blindly believing into a myth, possibly, um, you know, if if. You know, you never would follow that advice if that if the doctor says, well, I don't know, you know, you, you got a little bit of a pain. It's fine. You'll be OK. You know, I don't think it's a heart attack, but, you know, <laughs> it's probably not. You'll be fine. Um, you know, and kind of like that in investing, too, you know, that you're going to be OK is crazy because if you don't have a written plan or you don't understand your plan, you are not OK no matter what your advisor says. And I'll repeat that again. If you don't have a written plan or you don't understand your plan, you're not okay, period, no matter what your advisor says, because you have to be able to understand where you're at and what you're doing and why you're doing it. And so the remedy is, if you're paying for advice, you should be getting it. You know, If you're paying for advice, you should be getting it. You know, Distribution advice. You know, Roth conversion advice, Social Security advice. If your financial professional can't make the time to build a plan for you or maybe doesn't have the ability to do so or they're limited and not allowed to do that, you should be concerned. Mark's 30-plus years in this business certainly give him a unique perspective. Mark Gills and Mark on Money can be heard Sunday mornings at 7.30 on KSCJ 1360 AM and 94.9 FM in Sioux City, Iowa. Visit their website at EFS4U.com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. Pizza! Time for a little annuity talk. And for that, we turn to Alan Kiefer and his show, The Top Gun Retirement Show. In this clip, Alan is talking with host Teresa Opeka about annuities, what they are and what they aren't, and it's really not as confusing as some people would want us to believe. Well, and there are two types of annuities, uh -huh. and only two. Okay. Immediate and deferred. In an immediate, you put money in, and within 13 months, you must, by law, start getting monthly income back. Okay. Income can last for a lifetime. Income could last for a fixed period of years or a combination of choices. Okay. But an immediate annuity must start paying out income within 13 months of depositing money in the account. Okay. It does create guaranteed, reliable, insured, and predictable income. If you don't necessarily need to use some of those monies uh, for immediate income, you then can use an, a deferred annuity, which allows you to put the money away. It continues growing tax deferred. And depending on the variation of deferred annuity, you can either earn fixed interest like a CD, 
You can earn fixed interest like a CD or alternatively earn interest based on a stock market index. That's called the fixed index annuity, by the way. Mm -hmm. Or the third variation, the variable annuity. You put it right back into a selection, uh, a very small menu of mutual fund choices. So fixed, fixed interest, fixed index, an option on fixed interest or interest based on the movement of stock market indexes without risking money or loss or being in the market or a variable annuity where you are going back into the market and maybe that is your intention and that's not wrong. But I see so much out there about annuities and all these different terms that are thrown at them to make them look like they're different. It's real simple, folks. Two types of annuities, immediate or deferred. And deferred come in three flavors. Fixed, the CD version, fixed index, the CD slash, I don't want to be in the market, but I want my interest based on the movement of stock market indexes, possibly, the fixed index version, or I want to go back into mutual funds and have that my growth be tax deferred, and that's a variable annuity. And that's really simplistically the comparison between 401ks and annuities, Teresa. Mm -hmm. They're really meant to be long-term savings accumulation vehicles ultimately used as a source of supplemental income in retirement. And that's why there are some substantial early withdrawal penalties to take money out of 401ks or annuities, especially uh, taking money out before you're age 59 and a half. That seems simple enough. You can hear the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer Saturday mornings at 8 on KKNT 960 AM, The Patriot in Phoenix, Arizona. Visit his website, alankiefer.com. That's A-L-A-N-K-I-F-E-R.com. Call him right here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 21000. At pizza. One more clip and this pizza will be complete. And for that, we head to Southwest Florida and Eric Carney. In this clip from WealthWorks Radio, Eric and I are talking about the amount of risk in your portfolio. And then it shifts into a discussion about inflation and what that could mean for you going into retirement. If you think you're taking too much risk or you're not taking enough risk, let's take a look at that and let's dial it in for you. But the thing is, is that We want to break it down so that everyone understands their portfolio. And again, this is why we say in the offer, we want to get you reacquainted with your portfolio. We're not just saying that. Let's open up the portfolio and actually introduce you to your portfolio and truly explain what you have. That's what people want to see. Absolutely. So, Eric, and again, this might be a bit of a sidestep, but the... I've been reading a lot more about inflation, certainly in the last week. Uh, it's really, st- people are really starting to talk about it. Is that a concern of yours? Huge concern. And there's actually a lot of investors who are also concerned about it. And so factoring in inflation, there's actually several different inflations that you have to take a look at. Everyday living, like now you see gasoline kind of trickling up a little bit. You <laughs> yeah. see meat prices, okay. yep. <laughs> you, you see lumber right? If you ever go to to, to Home Depot right now, it's through the roof. So there's a lot of things right now, especially because of COVID and there's a backlog of materials and so forth. Everything is more expensive right now. So interestingly enough, 10 years ago, I went to go get my wisdom teeth pulled and the guy said, okay, it's going to be about 2,200 bucks. And I was like, okay, So we had it scheduled, and then all of a sudden I had to reschedule because I was going out of town. $2,200. 
I went to the same doctor. He pulls my chart and he's like, okay, you know, Eric, we got to get these pulled. You, you really need to get them pulled. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, just come in next Friday, 3,600 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should have got them pulled 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. I mean, it's the same thing, right. but now it's 3,600 bucks. And I almost fell over. So you have normal everyday inflation, but then you also have medical inflation. Medical inflation, we're actually putting into the plan 5 to 6% inflation. And so what we're putting in a lot of people's plans is $100,000 today in another 15, 20, or 25 years, and you're looking at well over $200,000 per year. Wow. So the thing is, is that we actually had a potential client come in and he said, Eric, I think I'm in pretty good condition, but I want to make sure I actually do have an income plan. And I'm like, you're kidding. So this is interesting because it came from a major firm. He's had seven advisors in two years. Oh, man. 1-800-ADVISOR, right? So he sure. calls up, oh, yeah, Jim is gone, but I'm handling your account right now, looking to do a really good job for you. Three months later, hi, this is Sue. Um, he left, and I I'm taking care of your accounts now. And so he really got sick of that. So he shows me the, the two income plans, and he says, here they are. I like them because I have a lot of money left at the end of my life. His biggest concern was Medicare or medical costs. So I take a look at it. There was so many flaws between the two plans. And I pointed them out and he's like, Eric, I never really read these. And I said, what did you read about them? And he said, honestly, I took a look at 95 years old and I saw how much money I had left over. And I was like, I'm gonna be okay. When we reran the plan with his medical costs and everything else, it came to about half of what he was going to have left over, which still means he has enough left over, but the plan was incredibly flawed. And that's why you work with an independent fiduciary advisor like Eric. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. And his podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you download your podcasts. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. You can also find him on TV. Oh, he's a big guy on TV. He's there Saturday and Sunday. Check your local listings for times and channels. You can call him right here, 800-662-6808, or you can text PIZZA to 21000. So there you have it. Episode 97 of Financial Pizza is complete and ready for that no-contact delivery. And if you like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, well, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you download your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, why not rate and share the podcast? There's plenty of pizza to go around. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country every week, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 21000. I've got links to all their websites in the show notes section of this podcast. Hey, you can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at Steve Sadal. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. And we're going to see you next week right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza! Coach P Radio!
Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. 